Good morning, and welcome once again to our devotional podcast. Today's Friday, the last day of the week, kind of, and so I thought I will recap, review the past four days before we continue to the fifth. Let's look back at what we learned on from Monday to Thursday. On Monday, we learned about four groups of people. King Herod, the ruler, who represents Christian leaders. Then, secondly, the people of Jerusalem, who represent the followers of these leaders. Third, the chief priests and teachers of the law, the people who knew the word of God. And these represent Christians who know the word of God very well, but the word of God has not touched their lives. And finally, the Magi, who represent the outsiders, who aren't even Jews, people who aren't Christians yet, but who nevertheless long for God to bring a ruler who cares for his people. And the two lessons we learned then was first, that it doesn't matter that we are Christian leaders or pastors or Christian followers who call ourselves Christians, or even Christian scholars who know the word of God. But if we do not love God, or his people, and we do not allow the word of God or the rule of God into our lives, then it doesn't matter one bit to God. And the only group that God is moved by are the ones who long for God to be the king and the shepherd. And secondly, we learned how to pray. We learned to pray and ask God to let our lives be transformed by his word and our lives to be transformed by his love. And then on Tuesday and Wednesday, we learned similar lessons about the uncertainties and the sufferings of life. And a few lessons we learned then. The first of all, even though we go through uncertainties, in Joseph and Mary's case, as in Joseph and Mary's case, God was watching over them at every turn, even in the midst of the most trying crisis. It tells us the same thing. That one day may bring us very, one moment may bring us very good things, and the next moment, hard things, crisis, even tragedies. But in the midst of all this, God is still watching over us. But secondly, that our suffering and our patient endurance is not meaningless, but rather it often turns out to be a blessing and encouragement to someone else. And then we learned two prayers. The first prayer is to cast all our cares upon Jesus. The second prayer is to recall God's blessings for the day. And then on Thursday, we learned from the life of John the Baptist that God, uh, people are hungry for God. <clears throat> like John the Baptist who wore camel's, camel skin, clothes of camel skin and a leather belt who was not dressed in fine clothing and who preached in the wilderness far from the city. We do not need to market our church or to look suave to get people into our church. When people hear the truth of Jesus and how close God is and how much he cares for us, they will want him. The great danger for the church is that we are more concerned about gaining power popularity and numbers than about knowing God 
or letting him be known. People do not hate God. They hate the distorted image of God that we often portray to the world. We need to come back to knowing God first and then making God known to a hungry world. And so then we learned a prayer too. A prayer to love the community and the people we come into contact with throughout the day. And so now for the exciting part. Each day I taught you a way to pray. Let's bring all these prayers together. We look at the four prayers and reflections. First, the prayer to recall God's blessings for the day. Second, the prayer to cast our cares upon Jesus. And then third, a prayer to be transformed by God's love for us. And fourth, a prayer to love the community and those around us. So let's bring these prayers together and let me guide you. The first prayer then you could start early in the morning when you wake up. Well, early or not, when you wake up, first thing in the morning. Prayer to recall, prayer to cast all your cares upon Jesus. Every day as we get up, our minds are often racing with the concerns for the day. Whether it is your work, your business, your relationships, a concern and anxiety over the uncertainties of life. And so we begin by being still. Shut your eyes if you need to. If you want to picture Jesus standing in front of you with his arms outstretched, welcoming you. And then you walking towards Jesus, your back laden with lots of cares. Maybe you can even see the cares in your mind, a fear of a difficult meeting, a confrontation with boss, anxieties over your relationships at home, at work. Maybe even uncertainties about your job, whether your next day's pay will still be around. Now take each of these uncertainties and fears and then lay them at the feet of Jesus and say, Lord Jesus, thank you for caring for me and for offering to take my burdens. Because the Bible says, cast, throw all your cares upon Jesus for he cares for you. So take some time now. If you wish to do it now, you can pause the podcast and see yourself taking each of these cares and throwing them to Jesus or laying them at Jesus' feet and saying, Lord, here are my burdens. Thank you for taking them. Now, the second prayer is about recalling all of God's blessings. Now you can do that maybe right after you have prayed the first prayer in the morning or you could do that at the end of the, at the, end of the day just before you sleep. Let me tell you that when you do that at the end of the day, you will have a very good sleep because you will sleep remembering that God was blessing you throughout the day. 
But if you were to start it in the morning, it was just as good because after you have cast all your cares upon Jesus, then you think about how God blessed you 24 hours before the prayer time, before when you are now. And so let's do it. Shut your eyes. And then begin to pray first and say, God, you have blessed me a lot in the day that has passed. Help me to remember these blessings. And then you try slowly, just very slowly, try to bring your mind back to 24 hours ago. Or maybe at the start of the morning. If you're doing it at night, then do it. Think of the moment you woke up, what happened. Perhaps it was at that time of prayer when you cast your burdens upon Jesus that you felt a sense of peace. Now that's God's blessing. Or perhaps it was a sweet welcome voice, a good morning from your husband or your wife or from your child. Perhaps it was good news, a miracle happened, a prayer answered, a kindness from a friend, a stranger, even an enemy. But whenever you think of a blessing, just whisper to God, thank you very much for your blessing. And then you move hour by hour, event by event. After you have changed and put on your clothes and you are now getting to the bus stop, were there mercies that you experienced? Maybe today, maybe yesterday the bus came real fast. Or this morning the bus came fast. Maybe you heard a conversation that blessed you. And then you move on to when you entered the office. Were there blessings? Was there a conversation that really gave you great joy? Maybe at a meeting that you feared turned out to be so much better. At each point then, thank God. Okay, so pause your podcast at any time and allow yourself to recall the blessings of God. Alright now, so you've got the beginning and the end. Now what's in the middle? First of all, the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing and you get an idea now. First you have a prayer in the morning, you have a prayer in the evening. And then now the next two prayers, prayer to love God more. You want that to be your desire. You want to hunger for God as people hunger for God. And as you hunger, you want to know God more. You can pray this throughout the day. Anytime you remember, you say, God, just help me to know you better. Help me to know you when I read the Bible. Help me to know you when I meet people, when I see incidents. I just want to know you better and to love you more. And to know your love. And so you just pray this throughout the day. Now then, the fourth prayer is about loving those people around you. And this is, my experience has been that it, it surprises me all the time. Can you imagine sitting in your cubicle or on your, in your office now, and then the boss whom you never liked 
walks in and you say, oh no, it's him again. But this time, instead of saying that, you say to God, God, help me to love my boss. You know, it does wonders. You could do this for everyone that you meet or particular specific people. You could do it with your husband. Maybe you have had a very hard time with your husband and wife for the past many years. Try this prayer. When you see your husband and, or your wife, you say, God, help me to love him. Help me to love her. It could be your parent who has been nagging at you or you're angry with your parent or whom you have spent so much energy helping and you get very irritated. At this point then, you pause and you say, God, help me to love my father, my mother. Help me to love this person. And as you pray, allow God to work in your heart to help you to love. I believe and I trust that when you do that, you will have many happy stories to tell of how God began to help you to love. And then you move further on, maybe around your community. Maybe that's too big. Maybe a person, a colleague whom you see. When you come to church on a Sunday or you walk around the church and you say, God, this is the community that you placed us. Help me to love this community. As you ask God to help you to love, it's, an, it's a prayer that God so much longs to hear from you and so much wants to answer. You'll find your life changed a lot when you pray this. Okay, so, for, so we're done with the review. Now for today's reflections. Let's turn now to Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 to 17. Matthew 3, 13 to 17. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son whom I love, with whom I am well pleased. The coming of God's Spirit into Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In this story, we see how as Jesus came out of baptism, the Holy Spirit descended on him like a dove landing on Jesus. And then the voice from heaven says, This is my Son whom I love, with whom I am well pleased. You know, this incident wasn't just for us to see Jesus as the Son of God, that the Spirit comes upon Jesus and the voice says to Jesus, says, declares about Jesus, this is my Son whom I love, with whom I am well pleased. Rather, this is a demonstration of what God will do to each of us who believes. Think of that. 
that each of us who believes in God and receives, accepts Him, we, God declares about you, you are my child, the person I love, the person I'm well pleased with. Now in 1 John chapter 1, verse 12, the Bible tells us that to all who believe and accept Jesus, God gives the right to become God's children. To each person who believes and accepts Jesus as God, God says, you are my beloved child and I am pleased with you. You don't have to be an established Christian or to know the Bible well. You just have to believe in Jesus and accept Him as God and you become His child. And to everyone who becomes God's child, God pours His Spirit into them. In another part of the Bible, in Romans 8.15, the Bible says we have been given the spirit of sonship and that includes both men and women, by which we call God my beloved Father. Abba Father is a very intimate expression, my beloved Father. This is an assurance that God, your Heavenly Father, will listen to your prayers because you are His beloved child. In the course of study on Matthew, we talk more about you being God's beloved child, precious to Him. But for now then, just remember that as you pray, as you go throughout the day, praying, God listens very carefully to you. I want to close with a song. This is another of my very favourite songs. It's the Spirit Song. Oh, oh, let the Son of God enfold you with His Spirit and His love. Let Him fill your heart and satisfy your soul. Oh, let Him have the things that hold you and His Spirit like a dove will descend upon your life and make you
pray for you. Father, if only each of these, your beloved children, know how much you love them, if they would open their hearts and receive your love for them, they may know that you hold nothing back from them, but you give to them everything that they need that each day they may know how high and deep, how far and wide your love for them is. They may know this love that is greater than all other loves. And that in the course of this today, they may experience and recall each of your blessings. And that they may know that even when they face uncertainties, fears in life, that you ask them to cast their cares upon you. So God, let each person be blessed. So I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, there won't be any devotions tomorrow, but please continue to pray as we have learned. And then I'll see you all on Sunday. Do come for the Sunday service on site if you're able to. If you're not, then you can tune in um, to, to listen to the live stream. But it's so much more significant, so much more meaningful if you come to worship together in the church. Because at the same time, we will have Holy Communion. And that's when you remember God's sacrificial love for you and how much he really cares for you. So, well, I hope to see you all then on Sunday. Thanks and God bless you. <laughs>